Welcome back. We are through talking about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, and we are into Genesis chapter 20, verse 1. Let's go. 21. And Abraham journeyed from there to the south, and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur, and stayed in Gerar. Now Abraham said to of Sarah, his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. All right. So Abraham and Sarah are journeying. They're going south. They go to this place, uh, Gerar. It's just south of the um, West Bank. I'm sorry, the Gaza Strip, which is in southwest Israel. So down there on the tip. And Abraham and his wife are carrying on the same lie that we've seen them do once before in the Bible. She is my sister. Now we're going to find out more about this, but I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. I get a little spoiler spoiler alert here that she is his sister but uh, but also his wife, right? It's his uh, uh, half-sister, but also his wife. So she's both. And to say one without saying the other is just a lie. Well, you could, you could say it's my wife. That's not a problem. People are going to understand that. But if you say my sister, knowing that someone intends to sleep with her, then you're covering the, up the fact that she's your wife. And that is just not good. Wouldn't you agree? All right, so verse 3 says, But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a man's wife. Poor guy, this Abimelech you know, just gets hit in the dream, gets has this guy lie to him, and he's like, Whoa, 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 I'm a dead man. What are you talking about? But, you know, there's still some culpability on on him as well. Uh, and In my view, we don't get all the facts here, but... He's just kind of taking this woman. Does he take every woman that comes through town? That's certainly not good. Would he not ask and say, hey, would you mind if I you know, sleep with your sister? Can I give you money for your sister? Whatever. I don't know what's going on, but it's still an interesting situation. So we also see that God came to Abimelech, and it says, in a dream by night. So it's talking about, as opposed to, say, a vision or a daydream, but a night dream. And we know today that God appears to people all over the world in dreams at night. In fact, if you, um, there, there's a book called Dreams and Visions, and he's written about four or five books. I've read, I think, all of them. Um, they're incredible, and they're about Muslim background believers, MBBs coming to Christ. And what you'll learn is that many, 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 I'm talking tons of Muslims get visited by God in their dreams, Jesus, and he speaks to them and he's encouraging them to come to him. Uh, why does it not happen as much over here? I'm not sure. Maybe because we have such an availability of resources. We've got the Bible. We've got the Bible at the library. You can look at it in a hotel. You've got it on your phone. Most people have a Bible in their house. Over in uh, Islam-dominated countries, it's typically illegal to have a Bible. You can't have a Bible. And so they don't have access to it. They don't have the access on their phone, typically, etc. So God has to hit them in a dream and say, look at me, here I am. I'm the one you're looking for. I'm the one you're seeking. So uh, I think there's a lot to this right here where it says he appeared to him in a dream by night. And we also know that that's biblical. So we always want when something happens in life, like someone just said, hey, I had a dream about Jesus. You'd be like, okay. And then you could check it against the Bible. Well, if you go and check that against the Bible, what are you saying? Right here, a dream by night. Now, some people will come and have dreams and I'm not going to go into it and they'll start making stuff up or you'll have other religions and you'll have Joseph Smith and these type of people and Mormonism and stuff and they'll be like oh well here's blah blah 
And you're like, well, let me check it against the Bible. And you go and check it against the Bible, and you're like, no, there's inconsistencies here, here, and here. That is wrong. That is not from God. That is from Satan. So here we see that uh, God can visit people in dreams by night. I think that's important to note. It happens to a ton of Muslim back, background believers in particular. And then we get to verse 4. But Abimelech had not come near her. And she said, Lord, will you slay... Uh, I'm sorry, and he said, not she. And he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself said... He is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I've done this. So he, he's talking to God in uh, after this dream or in this dream. Um, I think it's after the dream. It's, he says, Lord, right? So he's addressing him as Lord. So is Abimelech a believer in God? Maybe. I would probably say yes, because he's calling him Lord. And he recognizes who he is. And he's saying, will you slay a righteous nation also? And he's basically uh, talking to God and saying, my nation's good. Um, we're making good choices. And here come these people who lie to us. And, and you're going to destroy me for this? I, let's talk through this. And he's saying, not only is Abraham problematic, but the sister is also problematic. Abraham said it's his sister. And Sarah said it's uh, she's his brother. So both of them. Uh, are definitely in on this lie. In verse 6, and, and, and notice here in verse uh, 5 that it says, In the integrity of my heart, we'll look at that word in a second, integrity. Verse 6, And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. For, so verse 6, and God said to him in a dream. So God responds. How does he respond? He responds to him in a dream. So this is another dream. Uh, yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. This is the first time this word is used in the Bible, integrity. And it's not used for one of the Hall of Famers, the Faith Hall of Famers. It's used for this king who Abraham doesn't trust. And so that's quite interesting. And then it says, For I also withheld you from sinning against me. So God protected Sarah and also this king, right? Because if the king went through with what uh, you know he was intending to do with Sarah and use her for, then that would have been both bad for the king and for Sarah. So God it says, I withheld you from sinning. So he held him back from sinning. So um, God can... Uh, Apparently, based on this verse, right, just look at the Bible, can withhold us from sinning at certain times. And we know that he can help turn us away from sin and to uh, repent of sin that we've done. Uh, and that's why we cry out to God and pray to him to ask us to help us to resist sin and temptation when it comes our way. And verse uh, 7, then, now therefore restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet. So this is the first use of the word prophet in the Bible. And, and wow, right? Abraham screws this one up, and yet God still chooses to use him as a prophet. It's a reminder that God can use those who love him, even those people who screw up and make ungodly choices. So Abraham lied here, and a half-truth is a whole lie, completely lied, uh, let fear drive him, and yet God still calls him his prophet, right? How cool is that?
So tomorrow we're going to pick up in uh, verse 8, and we'll finish up this chapter 20. It's a short chapter, uh, but with a lot to learn. But the thing we want to take away from today is think about that sin that you've done in the past. Think about that sin that you may repeat, right? We look here and we point the finger and we're like, how can he do this again, right? Didn't he learn his lesson? But you and I do the same thing. We repeat a sin oftentimes over and over. And we don't want that sin to be exposed because then people will point the finger and judge us. Uh, but we, we need to be, be accountable. We need to pray to God and ask Him to help conquer it. Lord, guide us and strengthen us. Help us not to repeat a sin. Help Show us what sin we need to overcome with your strength and your might, Lord, because in our flesh we are weak, but we need your spirit, Lord. Help us, guide us, strengthen us, and help us to make great decisions that honor you today, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Daily Verse by Verse. We want you to be prepared in season and out of season to study the whole counsel of God so that you can share with people who Jesus is through your actions so that you have the right to tell them who Jesus is so that they can come to know Jesus or come to know Jesus better. We strongly encourage you to share this message, this podcast on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, message, email someone who you think could benefit from it. It's an easy way for you to go out and witness to the world just by sharing this podcast. We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.